Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby, and uh, it's been chill, man. I tell you what, we just got back from the grocery store, and while I was there, we were hungry for everything. But then uh, we got a good bit of goodies, and we came home ravenous, at least I was. We had a salad and an egg burrito, and now I'm very full. I'm okay. Well, I mean, very full, I'm full. While I was eating the salad, I was like, man, I'm glad we ate something else before we ate the salad, you know what I mean? Now I'm gonna try and figure out if I can delay. H, hold four, let's see if that does it. Either four minutes or four hours, how long will it wait? Um. Man, many things, many things. So the Biden administration's EPA has issued guidelines. They want fuel emissions guidelines to be 60% fully electric by 2035, I believe. 2030 maybe. And it's like, okay, here's my thing. This is some nuanced talk. This hasn't been happening enough. I'm obviously super pro EVs. Something that Casey and I talk about lately is how we don't know anyone else with an EV, even though for years we've been super into it. Really, no one else we met know. I mean, there's one guy, but he's like weirdly not that into it. Um, anyway, so the reason is because this previous month or previous quarter, the United States has just reached over 7% of new car sales are electric. February, there were 800,000 new electric vehicles sold in America for the first time in one month. So you got to think like this is that's getting crazy. You know what I mean? That's that's so many. But still we don't know anybody that has one. And really it's like yeah, how many people do we know that buy new cars? How many people uh one out of every 10 fewer up until this year? I mean To put it in perspective, you know, it was 5% last year. It was 4% the year before. It was 3%, you know, so on. So for it to finally and suddenly jump even more, I think that's pretty sweet. But now the EPA goes and issues this guidance. And from my perspective, what's limiting? They always said 5%, by the way. 5% was the tipping point. Um... I think that this would happen now. Oh, actually, I can't say now. From here out, there's not really need for more government intervention in favor of EVs. I mean, they already, I believe, were a better value proposition. But then when the economics line up, which I believe is happening currently, and I think that it was happening Privately, I don't think that the government, I mean, 
it was inevitable. It was happening for private reasons anyway. And uh, all of these government rebates are making it more affordable for lower class people. I think that's cool. But there's just, it's supply limited. There are as many EVs that are going to ever be made will get sold in the coming years. And I think it's just going to be fundamentally different than uh, this model in the future where you would just have like dealerships with their whole lots covered in like hundreds of cars. And you could just stroll into a dealership and go, oh, I'm looking to make a deal today. You know what I mean? In this new world of, of uh, electric vehicles, I think we're going to be pre-ordering and... People are going to get fed up with dealers. And I guess like Toyota, Lexus, they are uh, known for how well they can make a combustion engine. The reliability, and they've been very interested in not having EVs take off. So they've been fighting it tooth and nail. And now it's, again, inevitable, but governments are also going for it. I don't know. I, again, I'm obsessed about it. You know this, but we'll see what happens. I saw for the first time someone spotted a Fisker Ocean driving out in the uh, in the wild. It must be a, an early testing model. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I'm still trying to process the Dalai Lama kissing that boy, even though I haven't seen the video. Don't want to see the video. So, Casey's got a periodontist thing coming up. And we didn't have an envelope to mail the check. But the periodontist is actually closer to us than the post office or any place you could buy a check or a uh, envelope. So I was like, oh, I'll just scooter it over. I'll scooter your check over. And I did. Hopped on my scooter. And I uh, went to go talk to the neighbors for a second because they were standing out in their front yard. And that was nice. I had a nice place. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I had a more in-depth conversation when I came back, but the, for the first conversation wasn't really relevant. Anyway, I took off on my scooter and it wouldn't go. It just wouldn't go. It was maxing at like five miles per hour. And I was like, what the hell? Is it broken? And I was like stopping and like turning it off and turning it back on. And I went to go sync it with my phone to check if an error message would come up. But I didn't have the app anymore. So I had to re-download the app. And I'm like, anyway. You know, I finally figured it out. When we came back... Last time we rode the scooters, I must have accidentally switched it out of sport mode and into like there's a safety mode or an eco mode or whatever, a speed limited mode of some sort. That must have been what happened because then when I found, I went back into the app and I switched it into sport mode, it took off regular. So that was cool. Um, anyway, I bring all that up. It was kind of scary, but then it worked out. I bring all that up because it said that we've, and according to the app, right? I don't know how accurate this is, 
It says that we did 615 miles on our scooters, which is kind of crazy because we've had them for a couple years that we're going into our third summer with them. So, you know, if you do 300 miles on a scooter a year and you say that the average battery or trip or whatever is 20 miles on it, which it's, which is not, that's not a lot. Okay. Let's say 10 miles is a fair, fair trip. And that's like, wow. Okay. We've gone out more than 30 times a year. So the last couple of years on the scooters, it's kind of cool. Get a lot of use out of them. And that's kind of seeing that it might've been broken. <clears throat> I was like, Oh no, you know? And then I was, and you know, now I think about it after having realized it was fixed anyway. And I'm like, man, even if it did break or whatever, after uh, 60, 10 mile trips in it, imagine if you did 60, 10 mile trips on a rental scooter, on a bird or a lift, those would have cost you like 20 something dollars each. And you would have spent way more. So I don't know. People should. People should buy scooters. It was like six hundred dollars. I mean, ours were presents from my mom, but still, like, that's so much cheaper than if you actually just rented a bird. I kind of can't believe that. Now that I'm thinking about it. Anyway. Oh, and I made focaccia. That was delicious too. And Casey like didn't know. She was oblivious to it, and she came up and she was like, "Focaccia." What? And then we fed it to her. She was a happy little piggy. Anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.